welcome to another episode of Flagship Plus Podcasts. I'm Niglan, and today we'll be talking about the impact of artificial intelligence on smartphone photography. So, you know, most people would think that smartphone photography has improved due to new sensors with a higher megapixel count or more cameras. Don't get me wrong, the hardware also plays a huge part in photo quality. But, in fact, it's more to do with the software. Google Photos is one of the most popular gallery apps in the world. Google have been, and still are, known as one of the biggest drivers for artificial intelligence and machine learning. They've bought the largest number of AI startups since 2009, so it's undeniable that they think that AI is the future. Anyway, Google Photos, since launching in 2015, completely transformed the way photos are organised. They started off by setting up a deep neural network, which is a data processor that classifies items that are similar. An image of a cat, for example, would be used, and the network would take each feature and identify it. The fur, or maybe the ears. The image would then be recognised and grouped with other cat images and be given the label cats. And this would go on with thousands, if not millions, of labels. Now, this process is very time-consuming and requires huge amounts of power. But once finished, can be very easily implemented in less powerful devices, like smartphones. All of a sudden, you have a gallery full of grouped images under specific labels. And Google Photos backs up images to the cloud. So if you had images that Google couldn't classify, they are run through the system. Classified and then grouped. Genius. By the way, Apple and many other companies have started doing this with their photo galleries too. I think that some of these features are so useful. If I want an image of myself, all I have to do is click on my image label at the top of the screen, and then boom, I have all the images of myself that I need. This feature is so underrated. Take this use case for example. You've had Google Photos for years. You've got a huge number of photos, but you only need a few images of your friend from a few years back. Google has detected all the photos you have of you and your friend. And all you need to do is click the image at the top, and there you have it. All the photos of your friend that you can scroll through and pick the ones you need. AI, in that one scenario, has just saved so much time. And I can see so many people using this feature even more for just this reason. However, it's the actual image taking that AI has had the biggest impact on. Stay tuned for more on that. Smartphone manufacturers have pretty much reached the pinnacle 
of cramming as many sensors and lenses in an extremely thin package. I mean, the Samsung S20 Ultra crams five cameras into an 8.8mm body. The Huawei P40 Pro Plus also has five cameras in an 8.5mm body. I think you see what I'm getting at. So, in order to further improve photography, another aspect has come into play. AI. Many people would know that smartphones have CPUs, central processing units, and GPUs, graphics processing units. But it's slowly getting more common for smartphones to have NPUs, or neural processing units. The whole point of these chips is to let machine learning work effectively and efficiently. You see, the CPU is adapted for most tasks on a device, but there are just some that it can't do, like processing graphics. This is why we have a GPU, to process graphics effectively and efficiently, while the CPU can focus on other tasks. Personally, I feel that having an NPU is going to seriously boost the capabilities of AI and machine learning on a mobile device. Just have a think about some great features that you get with modern smartphones that you don't with older smartphones. Night sight, bokeh, scene recognition, the list goes on. And all the things they have in common? They've been implemented by artificial intelligence. Night sight essentially uses AI to find out the amount of light in a scene or the movement in a scene. The camera will then take a group of images shot at different levels of light. The phone will then use these images and then merge them together. I mean, compare trying to shoot at night on an iPhone 11 Pro from 2019 to the iPhone 6S from 2015 which uses its flash sensor. Yeah, it will be a huge difference. And night mode is only one of them. Bokeh comes from a Japanese word which means blur. The bokeh effect on smartphones blurs out the background of an image to make the subject stand out. Until Apple started introducing a portrait mode for their smartphones, which applied the bokeh effects, the only way to get natural background blur was to purchase an extremely expensive DSLR camera. The main reason for why smartphones didn't have these features before is simply because they couldn't put sensors which simulated depth because they were too big. AI has gotten around that limitation. It recognises what the subject is and where it is and applies the blur on the background. HDR stands for High Dynamic Range. Basically, the higher the dynamic range, the larger the amount of contrast in an image, which means the image will be better. Google's HDR Plus mode uses artificial intelligence to blend together several photos which have a low dynamic range and are underexposed together which can produce stunning results. These are only a few of the features that your smartphone camera uses to produce stunning photos. 
And you may not have fully realised all of this. You know, it's weird, because most of us won't be thinking about light exposure or dynamic range when we're shooting photos. But taking a step back, without AI, our photos would be seriously unrecognisable, in a bad way that is. It's got to the point where some smartphones are almost on par with professional cameras, which are around £1,500 and more than five times the weight. I mean, smartphone prices are increasing. I think that the highest spec version of the Samsung S20 Ultra is around £14,000. But you would rather carry something that's 160 grams in your pocket to something that's almost a kilogram, or in some cases even more, in a backpack. Anyway, we'll be back in a second with the future of some AI features that are relatively uncommon, but amazing nonetheless. So, Microsoft has invented this cool feature called Drawing Bot, which lets you type out what you want it to draw, and then it'll draw it for you. Now, this isn't available yet on a smartphone, but with AI developing so quickly, I really won't be surprised if it is put into a smartphone soon. By the way, this piece of technology isn't restricted to items in the real world. It can also draw imaginary items. This part of the drawing bot, of course, has to be taken with a grain of salt. But seriously, I think it's really cool. Another interesting one is generative adversarial networks. (laughs) trying saying that three times. This type of technology can generate or transform images. For example, if you have maybe an image that you've accidentally drawn something on top of and can't remove it, the technology can fill in the parts which have been drawn over and make the image complete again. And that's only one use case. Say you have an image of a nice landscape that you took vertically and you wanted to shoot it horizontally to get more into the photo, it can do this for you, with pretty amazing results. That's not it though. This technology managed to create fake celebrities based on what previous celebrities have looked like. It's also been able to transform paintings into images that look like you've shot yourself. The results from this aren't mediocre either. They're fantastic. It's actually insane how far we've come. Just to conclude, artificial intelligence has made a huge impact. Not just on smartphone cameras, but smartphones themselves. It's provided a host of new features and promises even more for the future. I think that AI honestly has changed smartphone photography forever. Thank you for listening to Flagship Plus Podcasts. I'm Nidlan and I'll catch you in the next one.